Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, August the 31st, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined again by the one and only, the most popular DFS female provider in the United States of America, Miss Deb Lutz. Deb, how are you? Hey, doing good. Yeah, we had a we had a chat this morning. I was like, hey, what other women are doing? You know, three sports on uh, DFS podcasts. I want to see who my competition is. I don't think there's much out there. I think you have that space cornered. <laughs> I got it wrapped up. Huh? <laughs> no doubt. Hopefully, we can provide a little different perspective. Yes, and that's what we always try to do here at Coach Talk. No doubt about it. And uh, we've also launched with Boom Fantasy. Man, I am so excited about that. So our awesome. podcasts are going to be presented by Boom Fantasy. And uh, all of the information will go up tonight. Uh, we'll have that on our website, on our Discord, in, on Twitter, TikTok, you name it. It's uh, all of the Boom Fantasy stuff is going to go up. And the awesome part about that is it's going to be 100% match play for Boom uh, Fantasy for your deposit. Uh, also, we're going to have some giveaways starting tomorrow on our podcasts for free tickets to play on Boom Fantasy. And you'll be able, uh, we'll go over a little bit of it tomorrow, uh, specifically on that podcast and show a whole bunch of uh, those plays, you know, all of the different uh, op options you have to play there. So it's going to be a, a terrific thing. We're very, very excited about it. And uh, we'll have more to come uh, with that on tomorrow's podcast for sure. So, I am so how fired up. I am so yeah. fired up about Boom. Yeah, I cannot wait. You know, I mean, prize picks has been fun, but uh, it sounds like Boom has so many other options uh, in terms of ways you can play. And uh, sounds like they've got a big organization and a lot of marketing behind them. So I think they're going to become a new fixture uh, in in uh, in the props area. And uh, I, I personally, I love the props bets. I know our I know uh, boy from Cali. He's been racking up the dough on. Uh, on the props yeah. bet. So, Oh, we have a lot of success there and, and we've been giving out some of those plays every day and we'll continue to do that. And like you said, I think boom fantasy is just going to take this entire space uh, really by storm. I mean, they they have a fantastic looking um, uh, app that you can download on your phone. So start checking it out. Boom fantasy. We'll give you the links and everything uh, on our website and in discord and in, in here tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we want to give everybody a chance to get involved with that, get signed up and get used to it and comfortable with it. So when football starts here very shortly, uh, you'll have a, a great tool for any of your prop plays or uh, like I said, there's so many things. It's, it's amazing. So we're, we're very excited about that partnership and uh, hello to everybody in chat this morning. Hopefully some of you, uh, played a lot of our uh, guys that we talked about on the podcast yesterday. We had a really fantastic uh, night here at Coach Talk. Full sweep on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. Some big takedowns on FanDuel especially. So I hope everybody jumped on. My two pitchers both stepped up last night. I was really fired up uh, about that. Uh, they got it done. And then we had some clutch hitting as well. So uh, Gaussman and uh, who was my other pitcher? Gaussman and 
how quickly I forget. I'm studying this one so much I couldn't remember. <laughs> I can't remember who my other anybody in uh, who else played my lineup in chat. Let me know who was my other pitcher. Why am I drawing a blank in I my see. brain? Because they were I both terrific. I didn't play DK last night, so I'm I'm blanking. Also, we can look it up though. Yeah, because I played. Uh, I played was awesome. Yeah, but I didn't even. He wasn't even my key FanDuel guy. It was the other guy, and I'm just. I am so. Oh, uh, Snell, Blake Snell. Snell, right? Yeah, it was Snell, Snell, and. Uh, and Gossman that got it done. And then just some really clutch hitting, uh, very fired up. So definitely want to see any winners that, that, uh, y'all had in here. Good morning, JT boy from Cali. How's it going? Uh, absolute power. Yeah. Queen Deb is in the house. We know that. And speaking of in the house, Deb, I know, uh, we, we tease you about your lakefront property home behind you, but, uh, we know that's just a fake background, but congratulations. I guess you're just about moving into that just new house. Got in. Next week's the reveal. We'll give the big reveal, but I need my, uh, I haven't, I got to dig through all the boxes and find my sports memorabilia for my backdrop. But uh, yeah, okay. next week will be the reveal. Oh, wow. That'll, that's going to be exciting. Very nice. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing that. Uh, hello, uh, Rodney. How are you today? Um Let's see. Sean V giving Deb a shout out. Appreciate that. Josh Staghorn 68. What's up, my man? Uh, let's see, Josh. What else? Who else is in here? King of Smack. I love it. What about that Keller call I gave? He did good. Yes, he did. Very nice did. call, man. Um, let's see who you like I'm, today, King of Smack. Yeah, today. Today's a, a, an interesting one for sure. Um, Interesting slate, too. We have six early games. We'll touch on those when we break uh, down all the games, but we're focusing all of our main picks on a really solid nine-game main slate tonight with some couple of incredible uh, buy-up pitchers. So uh, very, very good uh, breakdown today to, to get everybody set up to win. Um, again, hope everybody really cashed in yesterday. We love when we have these big days. And, you know, you know, just real quickly want to mention, we talked a little bit about it, uh, this in here, and then we'll dive into the full schedule here, is, you know, at Coach Talk, we really pride ourselves on being different. We want to be that niche spot for the, the real DFS players. Um, very, very, very few, maybe one out of 100, are big time playing 25 grand a night, 150 max entry and everything they're doing. And a lot of the information that gets out there is basically geared for those players. And that's all great. You can use that information. But what about all the rest of us that play uh, two, three lineups, maybe a single lineup on a night or four or five lineups, but a minimal amount. And you were trying to do it with contest selection and bankroll management. That's our differentiator. We we feel that we really take all the information, all the statistical analysis that everybody uses, the crunchers, the optimizers, the percentages. And what we're looking to do is make that real for what we feel our target audience is. And that's the normal DFS player that's trying to make a good profit day to day, and they can sustain that growth throughout. And Deb and I have talked about that a lot recently because we've been tweaking how we're providing lineups 
in uh, in our Discord for our members and trying to make just everything perfect to exactly what everybody wants. So uh, really hope everybody knows that and appreciates it. We want to keep you with us and grow this. And, you know, with our uh, partnership with Boom, we really think we're going to have a lot of growth here coming. But we will not forget everybody. We're going to mention everybody in chat. We're going to meet everybody one-on-one -on -one when they become a member. I mean, we're going to stand by our principles that, that started Coach Talk and that are going to continue to build Coach Talk. So just wanted to mention that, Deb. I know you're yeah. that's it in the for, forefront for you as well as you were originally a member uh, here before Absolutely. you joined the team. Absolutely. And I, I tested a few of the providers out. And uh, what kept me with Coach Talk was exactly that philosophy. You know, I'm definitely not a – I don't play $150 a night. I don't play $1,000 a night. Um but I'm into it and I love learning about, you know, the players and getting those like little insights that help you get an edge. And I think that's what we do really well here. And uh, yeah, no, I, I think we should, you know, everyone who's on the chat right now, give us your feedback, you know, definitely give us your feedback here in discord, share with us what you like, what you don't like. We're always up for hearing from our members and hearing what's working for them. And uh, particularly as we're tweaking things. So, but I think we, uh, I think we've landed in a good spot and uh yeah, we're fired up, particularly football coming around the corner. That's going to be big. It is going to be terrific. All right, great news is great weather today. Uh, no worries there, uh, Deb. So that's one thing that nice. we don't have to stress. Uh, don't see any delays, cancellations, nothing like that. So it's always fun to not have to stress about that. There's no question about it. All right, um, let's, let's take a look at these early six games real quick. Uh, just give everybody an opinion. I know some people are probably making lineups now or getting ready for that. At, uh, I believe one of the early slates locks in about 25 minutes. So let's just buzz through these early six games. Get Give the game set in case anybody's playing those. The first one is 205. It's the Astros at the Rangers under the dome there in Texas. Seven and a half to that total. 4.02 implied for the Astros. 3.48 for the Rangers. Christian Javier, 10K versus Martin Perez at 8.6K, the lefty against the Astros. Uh, any lean in this one for you, Deb? You know, um, obviously I'm not too too focused on this game, um, you know, given the timing of it. But, um, I mean, Javier had a, had a dud last time. So, yes, he uh, did. You know, we'll see. We'll see if he can pull back. I mean, he's been pretty consistent. Um, whereas Perez, I mean, given that he doesn't really have a lot of good stuff, he just seems to keep keep doing it. But uh, if anyone's playing this game, check out Cole Calhoun's stats against Javier. He just lights the guy on fire. So uh, you know, someone to to check out. He is, and he's batting fifth in that lineup today. So that's a good play there. No Jordan Alvarez again for the Astros. So uh, that's that stings a little bit, but certainly you can stack up top Altuve, Pena, Bregman, uh, and not break the bank. So uh, I would say some Astros bats for sure there. Uh, game yeah, I like two. Tucker and Mancini as well. Do you? Okay. So you could go all the way. Yeah, you could go all the way up to number five on that side. I don't trust Perez whatsoever. No doubt about it. <laughs> two ten, Martin. Uh, we've got the Pittsburgh Pirates versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Crash is at that game. They they cut that whole set against the Pirates. So hopefully, Crash is listening in uh, as getting ready. Have probably eaten that uh, fourth hot dog and 
uh, fourth beer, I would say about now. But uh, it is uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, I think the roof will be open. So a few extra runs there. Uh, according to Crash, it is open. Eight and a half the, the total. 3.07 for the Pirates. 5.43 for the Brewers. So they've been stinging some people with some of the stacks. But a good number again today. Zach Thompson, 5K versus Freddie Peralta, 8.2K. Brewers stack again for you to Deb on the early slate. Um, you know, not so much. They didn't. Uh, they didn't do it for me yesterday. I kind of fell short. Adamas really let me down. Um, you know, I think there's some. Uh, you know, some pop in that lineup. Watch. You know, Adamas is going to do it today because that's what always happens to me. I pick a guy, and the next day they come through. Yeah. So uh, um, I'm not. You know, um, I'm not stacking them. I do like Peralta in this matchup. I think uh, he posts a good game. He's definitely uh, a pitcher that I'd eye in the uh, the early lineups. But I'm staying away from the from the stack. But I probably would uh, have some some Adamas and uh, maybe some Yelich. Well, the good news is Roundy's back in after tweaking his knee the other day. So, um, <laughs> and I can't keep calling him Roundy because he still let me down. But uh, if I do sneak an early slate in there, I'll probably have Mr. Telez in that group. Okay. Next one, 345, San Diego Padres, San Francisco Giants. And it is only about 58 degrees in San Fran. How about that? 12 mile an hour breeze blowing out to left. So nice and chilly, good pitching weather. Seven and a half total, 4.10 for the Padres, 3.40 implied for the Giants. I call him junk ball Joe Musgrove after he junk balled my lineup the last time he pitched. So, you know, he's on my dead to me list right now. So junk ball <laughs> Joe Musgrove at 9K against the lefty Alex Wood. 7.5 K what's, what's your take here? Yeah. Musgrove has been really unreliable lately. I mean, he was so spot on the first half of the season and I'm not yeah. touching him with a, with a 10 foot pole at this point. Um, actually, uh, Sam Fran's hit him pretty well. So I'm right. buying some, some cheap Sam Fran bats in this one. Um, starting with the top of the order with Listella and Wade. And, uh, I like, uh, Peterson and, and, uh, Crawford as well. Um, Peterson, if I had, if we were playing the early slate would have been my, uh, BVP call. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jock, He's had uh, two home runs yeah. and, uh, and, uh, has had six out of 18 against, uh, against him. So he seems to have Musgrove's number. Nice. Yeah. It's, I mean, a pitching spot, I don't really like though, either pitcher and I'm not too crazy about the hitter. So if you're playing early slate for me, at least this would not be a game. I'd have a ton of interest. Uh, certainly you can always play a few one-off Padres. They're, they're always capable of, of striking, no doubt about it. Uh, and then sure. we've got three more games in that 6 o'clock hour, 6-10. So I'll probably play this little three-gamer here uh, where it's available because there's a 6-10 and two 6-40s. They really spread the games out today, uh, Deb. Yeah. Very weird. Um, yeah. So 6-10, it's Baltimore-Cleveland. Uh, 81 warm degrees in Cleveland breeze. Well, more than a breeze, a little bit of a wind blowing out to right at 12 miles an hour totals eight, 3.45 implied for Baltimore 4.55 for the guardians, Jordan Lyles, 7.3 K against Tristan McKenzie, 10.2 K for the young fireballer there. So, uh, 
interesting matchup here and two teams fighting for playoff spot. Uh, you going to have any exposure to this one for the early six-ish slate? I didn't look at uh, the six-ish uh, slate too much, so I'm okay. not, not going to give away too many too many comments here. So uh, I, I, I I take it away on your side there, Coach. Oh, okay, no problem. I you know I think uh, Mackenzie's been on with the fastball and spotting it really well. He's really maturing. I think he's a decent play on that slate of the the six pitchers that are in that six o'clock hour. Uh, he's probably the guy I'd go to. I do respect Baltimore's bats, though, no question, and they can throw some tough lefties, uh, Mullins, and then I I usually always play Rutschman when he gets to bat lefty because he's got so much enormous power. So he'd be the one-off I'd go against McKenzie with, uh, and then Santander even as a switch hitter uh, in the three-hole. So not an easy chore for McKenzie, but uh, you know I think he's been very tough with the Ks, and Ks are king in DFS middle of that guardians order against Lyle. Certainly Ramirez, when he's hitting from the left side as a switch hitter, that's where he has more power. Uh, probably my favorite player in baseball or close to it at six K makes a little bit rough, but Naylor at three, eight right behind him. Jimenez 5.6. So I like a little mini stack there for Cleveland for sure. All right, the 640 game, uh, the first of the two is the St. Louis Cardinals and Cincinnati Reds. It's in Cincinnati, 79 degrees, slight breeze out to left, nine and a half is the Vegas total, so expecting some runs here. 5.80 for the Cardinals, big number there. 3.70 for the Reds. The lefty Jose Quintana, 7.7K against fellow lefty Mike Miner at 5.5K, so... Again, you've got, you know, Quintana, a little more respect there for him. Uh, he's pitched okay, uh, as people te- seem to do when they join the Cardinals, but still a few bats there for the Reds in that little ballpark that could get to him. So if you want to go cheap, uh, Solano really came through for me the other day. I think a 3.3 batting cleanup uh, that he's very uh, dangerous. But, man, they have a lot of uh, strikeouts at the bottom of that lineup. Lopez, Fairchild, Aquino, Barrero, and Robinson. So Quintana in play uh, as far as I'm concerned. And then the Cardinals stack. Everybody stacks the Cardinals, and rightfully so. They're going against a lefty. You know, you may have heard of a few of these right-handed power bats, uh, like Goldschmidt and Arenado. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be, you know, pretty much yeah, – that could. That could be ugly. That's going to be Chalk City. I mean, uh, Miner, I don't know. Miner just, you know, I don't know. He's not he shouldn't good. be in the league at this point. He is just not good. And St. Louis kills him. They so, do. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, think- O'Neal's could homer off of him. Pujols. Yeah. 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 They just, they have so much power. How about Albert Pujols all of a sudden? I know. I know. What is going on? The home run king. <laughs> Did he sell his soul to the devil here late in life or is he taking I, some secret juice? I think there might be some juice going on to end his career. <laughs> right. Something sweetening wow. the pot there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this last one because I want to focus on the main yeah. site. 640, Tampa Bay Rays, Miami Marlins uh, in the dome in Miami. Seven's the total. Four for the Rays, three for the Marlins. Drew Rasmussen, who I really like, he would be my top play on that little mini slate for pitching at 9K. 
Trevor Rogers, the lefty, 6.3K. So, again, you know, for me, it, it, it would be uh, Tampa, a couple of one-offs for Tampa, and Drew Rasmussen for sure. With you there, yep. All right, let's take a look real quick. Oh, Josh is in there. All right, man. Right live from the uh, – Telez's 0 for 8 against Thompson might be due. All right, we'll see. Joe K., what's up, man? I think Joe K. joined. I sent you a link, Joe K., to be in Discord. Hopefully you got that. We want to see you in there for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, DeSavino Fitness. That's the first time I've seen you in there, man. Welcome to the, the family. Great to have you in there. Exactly, Crash. How many beers so far? Are we He's doing the cup stacking thing. Have you ever seen him doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. yep. Uh, let's see what uh, DeSavino is saying. Cole could be very well uh, get shelled. Interesting. Oof. Interesting. Well, we're going to get into that for sure. There certainly has been a lot of uh, chalk expensive pitchers that have been shelled lately. So that uh, nothing surprises me anymore. All right. Um, Appreciate everybody being in here. We got a nice group today. All right. We're going to get into this before we dive into the main slate. We're going to fire through these nine games, focus on our pay up, BVP, HR calls. We'll give you our stacks, the whole nine yards. Uh, if you're in on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and the little alert in the upper corner. That means a ton to us. That helps us grow, beat the algorithm here on YouTube. And we really do appreciate that. If you're watching on Twitter, like retweet, let some other people know so they can jump on and catch us here live on Twitter. And then if you're uh, on TikTok, you can check us out there. DFS coach talk. I'm personally just Coach Talk, and we've got a lot of stuff going there. We're going to have some giveaways on TikTok as well with Boom Fantasy. Uh, they have a big uh, big group following them on TikTok. So all kinds of social media stuff going on, and we'd love to have you join. Anytime you can like us, retweet us. We appreciate it. Today is also the last day for our audio podcast listeners to win a free month of DFS Coach Talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen, give us a quick five-star rating and a quick comment. What I'll do here at the end of today is I'll go through there, put the randomizer on it, and one of those people are going to win a free one-month membership to Coach Talk. We'll announce it on Twitter, so at uh, DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. Keep an eye there. We'll be posting that winner this evening. And then keep an eye on all of our social media. I'll be working with our man, Brett, uh, tonight. And we're going to be putting up all of the Boom Fantasy information, the giveaways. And tomorrow's the first giveaway in our uh, right here on the podcast. So you want to check that out for sure. All right. No further ado, Deb. We got to get down to business here. We want to follow up. Last night, massive night. 2K plus night here, uh, and uh, just we want to follow it up with another winner. I know a lot of people always say, I have a massive takedown night, and I can never follow it up the next night with a winner. And it is, it's like it gets in your head. But you know what? We're going to break that today. Let's Uh, do it. Play the scene. Let's get it done. Okay, here we go. 
Game number one on the main slate, 7.05, Oakland A's at the Washington Nationals. It's 80 degrees in Washington at, at first pitch. Uh, eight mile an hour left to right, eight, eight and a half total in Vegas. Split right down the middle, 4.25 implied for both sides. Sides, James Caprillion, 6.7K versus Anibal Sanchez. Uh, he's 5.5K. And I saw somebody in chat, chat saying they liked Cappy today. Do you like Cappy, Deb? I do not. I don't, okay. I don't have the guts. I mean, King of Smacks got a lot of guts to go with Cappy today. I mean, I get that Washington's offense is terrible, but right. uh, he's just been, he's been bad. And uh, I think this is actually, I mean, two of the worst teams in, in baseball, um, pitching and hitting wise, but I yeah. think the hitters take over in this one. And I wouldn't mind having a few Oakland players who are just so cheap in my, uh, in my lineup actually, because Annabelle Sanchez, you know what, he, he was, he was injured last year or, or maybe retired. I don't know. I mean, the guys pitched forever and yeah. uh, came, came back this year. There's no way he should have come back. I mean, I think you could pitch, go out there and pitch better than he could coach. Yeah. I don't know about that. I, I have two pitches. They'd have to take me off on a stretcher. I'd blow out something. There's no doubt about it, but no, I'm with you. It's, this is not a pretty one to me. I, you know, I get both of these teams cannot hit, but you know, Oakland hits a little better when they get out of that terrible stadium there that they're in, that it's so hard. Shout out to Derek too. If he's listening, we were, chatting a bit on Twitter about the A's in their front office and what a disaster they are with just not, you know, keeping any good players. But anyway, they, you know, once sometimes they get out of there and they can hit a little bit and Sanchez certainly is a hittable commodity. So if you want to go cheap and I'm personally going to need a few one-off cheapies today, you know, Kemp's two, six, um, yep. Lang Lang Langoliers at 3.4, Murphy at 4.2, Brown at 3.2, Pinder at the the min yeah, 2K. Wow. I wouldn't mind one or one or two A's somehow today, which is yeah. not really a fun thing to verbalize. <laughs> no, exactly. But, but they're going to help you, you know, kind of fill in where you need to. I agree. I yeah, agree. and you know, even a one-off for Washington because I don't believe uh, Caprillion's very good either. Uh, Voight uh, has has been pretty decent lately, showing some power. Um, you know, you well, could. And how about uh, Mens uh, Manessis? He's yeah, been he's been he's going to be a nice young player, but he's up to yeah. four three now. So yeah, you don't get that steel price on him. He was good for us when we were grabbing him at two four and two five. But uh, yeah, maybe a one off on each side, but certainly not a game to focus on, as far as I'm concerned. Coach, I got this fly attacking me here, so I'm. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm not going crazy. <laughs> I love it. That's a, you're swatting away these bad plays. That's exactly. all. We know what you're That's doing. That's right. That's right. All right, I'll move on to the next game as you get out the firing squad there for the fly. Um, it is at 7:07. Chicago Cubs at Toronto Blue Jays, and uh, this is an interesting game. Will Ferrell, the comedian, you know, with the dart in his neck. <laughs> He's pitching. No, it's Luke Farrell. And he's only 4.9K pitching for the Cubs against Mitch White for the Blue Jays. Nine and a half Vegas total, 3.71 implied for the Cubs. Big fat 5.79 implied for the Blue Jays. Now, somebody mentioned it yesterday, and it's true. The Blue Jays can sting you right in the backside as a stack. 
But man, here's another one that looks like a great day to stack the Blue Jays. Are yeah. you aboard? I am on board with this one. I mean, I think uh, they're, you know, predicting a high scoring game. A lot of that coming from the Toronto side. They've had uh, limited exposure to Farrell, but in that limited exposure, they, they hit him pretty well. Um, I don't think he's got, you know, too much. So I do like a, I do like a little mini stack. I'll tell you what's going to be tough today is seems like every uh, every one of the players that I like today is is in that catcher first baseman position, and you can only uh-huh. you know you can only play two, uh, you know because you can use one in the utility. But I've got about four or five that I like. So, uh, but yeah, I do like I like Guerrero, Guriel, um, Hernandez, and Bouchette um, here for uh, for Toronto. Yeah, and I'll tell you, we might as well just address the elephant in the room right away here is the strategy today is going to be everything because we've got a couple of pay-up pitchers that are so hard to get away from, and then we have some phenomenal stacks like this Blue Jays one that are really hard to get away from. So let me me throw a few numbers by you, and and, uh, let me get your feedback here because as we dig into this slate, you know, we don't just wreck, you know, this is another thing at Coach Chuck because it drives me nuts when I listen to some other stuff. We're not going to go through every game and give you, you know, the two best pitchers, you know, put DeGrom and Cole in every lineup and play the Toronto stack and play the Yankees stack. I mean, you can't do all that. It's not reasonable. And I'm not going to recommend it because you can't do it. So we got to figure out which way we're going to go with this. So Deb and I will share a little bit of, of our build strategy today, but let's start that off by talking about the stack percentages, uh, you know, as far as success rate top stacks. And that's the group that the top right now are Philly, Toronto, Seattle, Atlanta, and the White Sox. And then uh, from an ownership share, it's looking like people are going to go White Sox, Atlanta, Oakland, Detroit, Washington. So uh, I think Toronto's moving up a little bit too in that group. And that's on DraftKings. Let's get a snapshot of that on FanDuel because I think these things are important. Uh, Right now, as far as successful top stack at 12 and a half, Toronto, and then Philly, Atlanta, Seattle, White Sox again. So, you know, we're looking at... um, the situation there, what could be most successful. And then ownership, a lot of people going to the White Sox. Blue Jays now climbing up. It keeps getting higher as the morning's going on and afternoon. Seattle getting a lot of play against Tyler Alexander. Atlanta again against Feltner. So that's on FanDuel. And we're also going to give you the quick snapshot on Yahoo as well. Um, Toronto's now into first above Philly. Because Toronto and Philly getting a lot of that play. Atlanta consistent on everyone, as well as Seattle and the White Sox. So it's a very similar theme on a lot of these. And as far as the ownership right now, Toronto's taking a pretty good lead on Yahoo because they're more affordable there. Yahoo has some of the Toronto guys grossly underpriced, like Bichette, et cetera. So you can take advantage of that. But Seattle's still getting a lot of play there. Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Arizona. All right, so I don't want to overwhelm you here, Deb, but right. let's let's go for because the conversations go together. You're either going right. up on pitching, you're splitting your pitching. I don't know anybody that's going down for both pitchers today because it's just yeah. too difficult to do that. But
but it affects the statistical look at this compared to what you're doing with your stack ownership. So we're going to go to DraftKings first. Right now, we're saying over 50% of the lineups are going to have DeGrom, 47% Cole. And did you happen to notice here Lance Lynn got scratched? Oh, no, I didn't even see that. I saw Lance Lynn. Now let's can somebody confirm okay. that in uh, check that and see because what I saw that something be... come right as we were before we went on. I saw personal reasons, uh, Lynn scratched, and that's big because a lot of people were going to utilize him for SP2. So, great. anybody in uh, can anybody confirm that for me? Did they say who's they say who's replacing him. Uh, that I do not know yet. So this is all happening as we're going. Real time. <laughs> let's see what we got. Here. So I'll keep going through those. Yeah. And then let's see if anybody can can confirm or deny that okay. um, information for me. Um, all right, I'm going to go back to. Uh, uh, so Degrom Cole dominating ownership. Uh, yep. Right is really coming in next, and Joe Ryan's getting a little bit, but there's really very few people getting much ownership uh, after those top two guys. So you know how chalky you're are putting both of them in there. <laughs> you know, Go with ahead. good reason. With good reason, I think. I think this is definitely a tale of two types of pitchers today. I think you really have very. You've got some incredibly elite, but uh, very few second tier uh, pitchers after that. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have one of the top tier. I can't see fading them both. Um, I think that each of them have a chance for 50 plus and uh, you know, don't want to, don't want to be away from that. The key question is, do you go with DeGrom or do you go with Cole? Um, On FanDuel, you, know. you can only take one of them and that makes it even tougher. Right now we're looking at uh, Cole actually with the advantage here. Maybe people want to save the, the $900. Because uh, yeah. on FanDuel, Cole's 11-1, DeGrom's 12K flat. Uh, yeah. Cole at 31.2%, DeGrom 24.1, and then it falls off the ledge. So al almost everybody your face is going to have one of those two guys, more than likely. Yeah. And then yeah. on Yahoo, uh, it's uh, DeGrom with the edge, 45% to Cole's 40%. Kyle Wright, not too far behind at 30%. Joe Ryan and actually Mitch White is 10% there oh. because he's so cheap. His price, his price. Yeah. Right. So uh, we've got Lynn confirmation that Lynn is, yeah, exactly. Lynn's expected to start. Okay. Uh, okay. So if that remains, then that's your, your key component because right now in the ownership tool, Lynn is uh, getting a lot of SP2 play. So here's my question to you now that we went through all of that. So, and we'll go through the rest of these games. Are you going up to both Cole and DeGrom? Are you going to have one or the other on, on DraftKings and Fan, uh, Yahoo? Or are you going to uh, try to go down from there and stick with the, the big stack guys like the Phillies and Atlantas and Torontos? What do you, what's your strategy on your initial build? Yeah, my strategy today is to go with one of them. Um, but for DK, not both of them. Um, it's just, uh, too much, too much money spent on pitching. Um, and there's a number of, uh, um, hitters that I want to get to. So I'm, I'm liking the combination of pay up for one and then go with more of a, a value pitcher for a second. 
but it's a limited pool of value pitchers to choose from. It is. Sure. And for me, it, it's going to be per site, uh, Deb. You know, yeah. I, I, I messed with it multiple times. And here's the thing. Jacob deGrom is pitching like, you know, you don't see somebody pitch like that. Did you see his, his strikeout percentages? Oh, unbelievable. Like he's, 44 he's to I mean, 46% he's, 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 and just. He's my favorite guy. Oh, look, you, you swatting this fly. Is, I'm is swatting. Fly. It's driving me nuts. This is hilarious. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, it's just his, he's pitching at such a level. It's insane. I, I just. I don't know. I know it's against the Dodgers. So that's the big question. Yeah, you know, what is the, that saying? The, the immovable force versus the, what, how does that go? <laughs> What's that saying? I don't know. I'm not sure I did so well in physics. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the bottom line is you've got the Dodgers. So if there's anybody that can hit him, you would think it's them, but DeGrom, man, oh man, I just, I have a hard time at a fair price fading him. I don't think 11.5 is enough for him on DraftKings personally. And, you know, FanDuel at 12K, you can still get away with it. He is 60 on Yahoo, which makes it tough. But yeah. here's the deal, uh, Deb. What I'm looking at on DraftKings right now, if you played DeGrom and Cole, that gives you $3,462 per person for the rest of your lineup. I can make that work. I can okay. make that work because there's a couple of 2K guys in there hitting in the middle of some orders. Oh, you know, batting orders that that gets up to about three, seven. I think I can make that work. So I may go up to both in that spot. Um, but uh, on FanDuel, obviously you're only taking one. So our strategy will be different there. And on Yahoo, it makes it even tougher because at 60, I probably am not going to play DeGrom there as painful as that is. So different strategies for every contest yeah. and every site. And that's why, you know, we're going to continue to go through these. But we wanted to share those numbers anyway. Yeah, All it right. Makes sense. It makes yes. perfect sense. So uh, let's see. We That's the Cubs and Toronto we went over. So uh, let's see. Seattle and Detroit. Is that where we are? Yep. Okay. It's uh, the Mariners, Tigers. Um, eight and a half is the total. 77 degrees in Detroit. Wind blowing out to left, 12 miles an hour, 4.73 implied for the Mariners, 3.77 for the Tigers. Marco Gonzalez, the lefty, takes the bump for the Mariners, 7.3K. Tyler Anderson, fellow lefty, also uh, takes the bump This for the Tigers at 5.3K. Uh, not great pitching here. Any hitters that interest you? Seattle's getting a lot of interest in the stack area seattle is yeah yeah um so for for seattle i mean let's see here uh what i have because they're seattle. i mean they're i've noticed they're gaining a little momentum uh stack wise let's see here yeah they're second right now on DraftKings uh stack wise yeah well i mean alexander's definitely definitely hittable especially uh especially righties so um yeah sort of like um I sort of like a couple of guys more in the middle, a couple of the less expensive bats on Seattle, like staying away from a Rodriguez and a France, but uh, I sort of like Hanniger, um, Suarez, and uh, and Santana there. Um, okay. So a few guys definitely to to play around with. Again, if you're if you're looking to uh, to do some of the more expensive stacks, um, 
this is uh, this is a way to get some uh, less expensive options in. Seattle's yeah, not I, a bad play. I mean, Seattle, where are they right now in uh, sort of in the stack? Rankings? Second on DraftKings. So mm, they're they're yeah. popular. The, yeah, the thing yeah. is, though, for me, the top four, Rodriguez 6-2, France 4-5, Hanniger 5-1, Suarez 5-3. I, I, I don't think I can get there money-wise. Yeah. But I do like the Seattle stack. Where I may grab some is five through nine. You know, you got mm-hmm. all two and $3,000 guys, Santana's, Toro's, Raleigh's, Haggerty's, and Crawford's. Now, they're nothing to jump out of your seat about, but if you really think, you know, Seattle's the play and they're going to score a lot of runs, they're going to get maybe an extra at bat down towards the bottom and uh, could be good. As far as Detroit, I not that I think Marco Gonzalez is any good, but I just not interested in that Detroit lineup. It's just looking really haggard lately. Eric Haas came through me for me in a big way, but he's 3-3, three, 3.3, three, 3. uh, possibly an interest there, though. And what's the rule of thumb on uh, Detroit? Who they're terrible against? Uh, they're the worst hitting team average wise against righties. Yeah, against not righties. that they're okay. that so good Gonzalez, against lefties. Gonzalez yeah. is a lefty though, so that is, uh, you know, that, that does, that does a make little a little help. bit of a difference. Yeah. yeah. And again, I mean, you're looking at some really inexpensive bats if you want to. I do, you know, I I think Haas has definitely uh, uh, come through in a couple of cases. You know, got old man Cabrera there. Yeah. Um, so a couple, couple of inexpensive ones. It's interesting. I mean, going through it, it's, you know, certainly there's some inexpensive bats to your point, coach, you know, looking at both of the top end pitchers on DK as a safer bet, because you have some, you know, you have some pretty weak pitching. So some, some of the cheap bats could actually do some things. Possibly. It's still tough. Even like a Victor <laughs> Reyes batting second at 2.3 K you still have to like hold, you know, hold your nose when you put hold your breath. <laughs> so it's not easy. All right. Here's the feature game. 710 yeah. Dodgers Mets. Uh, it is 81 degrees in New York. Breeze blowing out to right center at 11 miles an hour. Only six and a half uh, number in Vegas. Yeah. Very expected with DeGrom pitching. 2.88 implied for the Dodgers. Probably their lowest implied total of the season. I'm I'm almost positive and 3.62 for the Mets. The lefty Tyler Anderson, 8.3 K gets to take on the God of pitching Jacob deGrom, 11.5 K not expensive enough for as strong as he's been, but it's the Dodgers and their Mm -hmm. all-star lineup, you know? Well, I'm going to watch the Mets win this game and uh, not play any DFS on it. That's my approach. You're a Mets fan, so I know I'm that. I'm a Mets fan. That's going to be a. I'm going to be excited to watch this game. Um, well, but yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm sitting back from a DFS standpoint. I mean, I'll have Degrom most of the most areas. You know, 46 yeah. percent strikeout rate, some insanity that's just inhuman. Uh, you know, yes, Dodgers have a ton of great hitters, but they have some strikeouts in there. Mm-hmm. I you can expect a. JT or Gallo or Bellinger, those guys strike out with some of the best of them at times. So um, I'm still thinking DeGrom does his thing and just, you know, you certainly, it's hard to build without him. It really is. Agreed. Yeah. No, I mean, I meant from the hitting side, I'm sitting this one out. I'm definitely uh, using DeGrom. Yep. How about Mets? They could be a sneaky couple guys in there against Anderson. 
Yeah, I mean, Anderson's, you know, you know, Anderson's kind of one of their weaker pitchers. Um, there's definitely a few guys that uh, that are that hit against him. It could be fairly low owned, um, given the uh, the low total of the game. Um, definitely had a couple of guys. I think Escobar's hit him well. Nemo has hit him particularly well. So could could definitely look at a couple of guys in there. But you know, the Mets the Mets bats are are pricey. You know, I, I, I struggle with Nemo because um, it seems like every day time I play him is when he doesn't hit. And then when I don't play him, he does. But, you know, he's uh, even he is, you know, he's probably the you know fifth best bat on the team, but he's he's pretty pricey. So, yeah, there's I mean, that's the bottom line is if you're playing DeGrom, you know, Marte 5-8, Lindor 5-7, Alonzo 5-4. I mean, you can't play any of those guys, really. Yeah. So and plus, you know, it's like I've said before. They never seem to hit a bunch for Degrom. You know that yeah. mental. Oh my aspect. God, he's that's right, that's right. Yeah, I, we, I don't he think we no talked support. about it last week. I or, or Crash and I did. It's like I, I've been there. I've seen it. Like you know, guys think okay, Literally. all we need is one or two runs. We got this game because we got our ace on the mound, and they let up and they just don't hit. So, so painful. Yeah, it painful is. to watch as a fan. It really all is. Right. All right, Colorado Rockies, Atlanta Braves at 720, another high-interest game here. Uh, 85 warm ones in Atlanta, wind blowing out to center, five to seven miles an hour. Only eight is the total, so respectable total considering. Only 2.71 for Colorado, <clears throat> a part of an indictment on how bad they are and that they respect Kyle Wright yeah. in Vegas. 5.29, though, for the chalk stacking Braves. I think they're going to get a lot more stacking as the day goes on because you got Ryan Feltner at 5.8K for the Rockies, uh, Kyle Wright 9.8K for the Braves. Any lean in this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't get any chalkier. I really like Atlanta as a stack here. Um, the okay. setup is perfect, you know, with the warm weather you know, against a, a weak pitcher. They've hit against him in the past. Um, you know, the only question mark I have is, is Acuna going to be back tonight or not? I know right. uh, he was injured, but uh, you could stack, you know, up and down this lineup. If you want to get a little less expensive, you could head towards the bottom. But but I like the, you know, Acuna, Swanson, Riley, Olsen, Darno. I mean, they're just, you know, they're going to they're gonna murder it tonight against this guy. So I think I'm... Uh, I'm going to definitely be uh, be eyeing that as uh, a key stack for me. Yeah, and a lot of it will have to do, like you say, if Acuna's back or not. In the lineup I'm looking at right now, he's not projected in there. Uh, and it does change things around. Harris, you know, probably will bat second behind Swanson if Acuna's out. So, that you know, you can look at some of those guys in the middle of the lineup, but they are pretty pricey. Again, it's, it's that big tough one today you got the yeah. real expensive pitchers and the real expensive stacks they all look great but you, you unfortunately you can't go both directions i mean i guess i think, I think on FanDuel it's easier world, right there is a world where you could go down and take two cheaper pitchers and go with all the big stacks i mean i if you have the guts that's not where i'm it. going that's not where i'm going today <laughs> it's just too tough to do that no but on FanDuel with just one with just the one pitcher it's doable you know, again, because you got some of the cheap bats, you can surround an Atlanta stack or a Toronto stack with some of the cheaper bats. I think. It's and I'll cool. tell you, if if it wasn't Degrom and Cole in this thing today, I'd I'd be all over Kyle Wright because he's yeah. going against yeah. this crappy Colorado team. We know they absolutely suck out of Coors Field, 
and uh, Wright's 98, 10, 8, and 44. So he's priced right, but uh, no pun intended, W-R-I-G-H-T. But he's, uh, you know, they've won eight of his last 10 starts. And he's he's got a really fantastic record. They they hit for him, and he uh, has pitched well. So he's the odd man out for me. But on on different slate, I'd I'd be on him. Yeah. All right. I think we have to speed things up here, Coach. Seven forty. Uh... <laughs> Boston Red Sox, Minnesota Twins. The totals eight. It's eighty-one degrees in Minnesota. A slight breeze left to right. Three point eight three implied for Boston. 4.17 for the Twins. Michael Waka, 8.7K versus Joe Ryan, 8.5K. Um, I'll just say real quickly here, Michael Waka is my quote-unquote value pitcher. And again, I say that in terms of what is the value pitcher. Well, it depends on re- in relation to the slate. We had this conversation a little bit in on YouTube the other day. So he's 8, 7, 9, 4, and 42. So 9, 4 is not that cheap. The other two I'd, I'd consider very value-ish. Minnesota's not hitting well since Buxton's been out. Walk is sneaky. I think if you're going SP 1 and 2 and choosing between DeBrom, DeGrom and Cole, I do not think Walk is a bad second choice. I like it. My value pitcher value is Joe Ryan. Um, opposite side of it. Um He's a 2.69 ERA and a 0.99 whip at home. Faced Boston back in April um, and uh, six innings, one run, seven strikeouts. He's 8,500 on DK, 9K on FanDuel. So he's going to be my SP2. Um, I do like your Waka pick. I think okay. um, I think this game, I actually, I'm calling this game as an under. I think the pitching is going to be good and the hitting not so much. And okay. uh, so, yeah. So I think this is the game where you get your value pitcher. Outstanding. How you doing, MB, and anybody else that's joined in? Great to see everybody in here. Sean V, how are you, my man? Good to see you guys. Um, yeah, you can certainly get some good pitching and get tons of leverage. I mean, if you go away from DeGrom and Cole, you're going to have leverage on everybody. So the question is, can you survive them not crushing the slate? So that's the key. All right, um, we go to the, uh, let's see here. Where are we? We are at the Royals and White Sox. Bubich versus Lynn, if Lynn's pitching. I, that's the big dilemma. Did somebody confirm that in or out? Uh, he was on the bereavement list. So let's. He's off. Okay. I think he's pitching. Okay, so we'll we'll just determine that as we go. We'll update everybody on Twitter and in our Discord Bubich at 6-2, Lynn at 8K, 82 degrees in Chicago, wind blowing out to left, eight miles an hour, eight and a half to that total, three and a half for the Royals, five for the White Sox. Again, White Sox, very popular stack, it looks like today. Are you jumping on some of these uh, mid-level priced White Sox? Yeah, I'm um, the only guy I really liked was Grandal. Um, I don't know if he's playing, though. He... uh... He was on the IR. He's supposed to be reinstated today. I do like him a lot. I actually, uh, I have him as my BVP if he's in. Nice. Um, so he's uh, he's four for 10 against Bubich with four walks and a home run. Wow. Um, I think it's just a sneaky little guy to put in there as a BVP, pretty inexpensive. But, um, but again, just have to confirm that he's actually playing today. Um, yeah. I'm not going to stack the White Sox. I'm looking at more like a one-off, like I said, um, with with Grandal. I just think uh, 
I think they're too popular, too chalky, and um, they're not very consistent on their on their hitting. Bubich is a great uh, you know pitcher to hit against, but uh, I'm not convinced. Yeah, and Bubich has been up and down. He'll throw in a decent game from time to time. You can go cheaper though with a Pollock or Vaughn's not badly priced. If Grandall is in, he's in the projected that I have batting fifth. So those kind of guys wouldn't wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't mind having some exposure there. Um, depending on for sure who that White Sox pitcher is will determine on whether I have any interest uh, for the Royals. Salvador Perez, big hero for me last night. Um, but, you know, the top of that lineup's tough. And I'll tell you right now, a guy to, to circle, and it's not just because he homered, but Nick Prado, man, he's he's a lefty hitter, a youngster for KC, and he's I have him projected fourth in the lineup today at 2K. So if that's the case, there's there's one of the guys that makes the two buy-up pitchers work. So uh, Michael Taylor's super cheap. Mike, Mike Massey's super cheap. So I like some of these Royals, yeah. uh, yep. low-owned and cheap. Perez is going to go. I think he's hit back-to-back, so three in a row tonight. He's been, he's been unbelievable. He's he been really low. has, and he's getting up there too. All right, we have two games left, Deb. Two-game late slate if you're playing the after hours. And they're two interesting ones, for sure, with a lot of ownership in these two games. It's the New York Yankees against the Los Angeles Angels. It's uh, in L.A., uh, 7.5 is the total. 4.36 implied for New York, 3.14 for the Angels. Should be good weather, warm uh, in L.A. tonight. And you've got, of course, Garrett Cole, 10.8K. Versus another guy that's pitched his tail off this year, lefty Patrick Sandoval at 9.3K going against that right-handed power hitting Yankees lineup. So what's the call here? Low-owned Yankees sort of so far, looks like. Yeah, interestingly, um, you know, it's 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 funny to see the Yankees low owned. Um, it is. I, I and actually, you know, uh, it's just they're so damn expensive. But Sandoval is actually my fade pitcher tonight. Um, I just okay. think you know against the Yankees, he's 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 super expensive. I mean, you're talking, you know, uh, you know, less it's only nine hundred dollars less on on Fanduel versus Cole. Um, right. He's he's been inconsistent. He's actually. Um, I believe he's he's only had one 35 fantasy point start in his last seven. If I have yeah, he's not a huge strikeout so, guy. Yeah, <laughs> so you know um, he's my fade. Um, you know, will the Yankees uh, dominate him? I don't. I don't think so. I think he's got good enough stuff. Um, so I'm probably not going to uh, to stack the Yankees or anything like that. My my play on the Yankees, uh, honestly, is because I know we went in on Stanton last night. It was last night we went in, right? And yes. he did nothing for us, right? No. And my, you know, I'm I'm always a day I'm always a day early, so I'm going back to Stanton. I think he's due for a home run. Um, it's been, uh, you know, I think what's this, his third or fourth game back? He hasn't had one yet. He averages a home run every eleven or twelve at bats. So I'm I'm looking for him to uh, to hit a home run tonight. So he'll be my uh, he'll be my one off. I'll tell you, I, you know, if, if he homers last night, I mean, we were, we had a oh, phenomenal night, a TK night. we would have taken down every, everything on the everything. earth. If either he or Machado homers to have those two guys sitting there, knowing you're in the top five or eight already, and you just need some. And I'll tell you what, here's the problem. Stanton to me looked terrible. 
It, if you watched him last night, his swings, he, it, honest to God, he, he, he's, the ball was in the catcher, catcher's mitt twice when he swung. I'm not kidding. I don't, he looked like an old man swinging. I don't know what the deal is. His timing's off. He looked bad. So he's a complete fade for me. It was painful to watch. He, he chucked one up the middle that barely got through for a hit. So he didn't go over, but I just did not like the way he looked. Now, it's Stanton. If he touches the ball, it can go 500 feet. So exactly. I don't blame you for playing him. I'm not going to go there. I do like uh, some of the Yankees' bats, but again, what can you afford? A few spots. And I'm not going to stack against Sandoval. I respect him enough. I'm not going to play him as a pitcher because I don't think he's going to strike out enough, although the Yankees do strike out quite a bit. I just think that you know, that's a tough place to go, but I, I will like some exposure uh, to some of the Yankees and then Cole. I mean, he's in a perfect spot. I mean, it's, it's against the angels. The angels are second in the league against righties and strikeouts. I mean, if they need this game, they haven't won a ton of games lately, you know, like they've lost like three out of five and six out of 10 or something. I don't know, whatever it is, you know, I think Cole steps out up. If he gets by Trout and Otani, you know, you got some good outs in that lineup. My man, Mike Ford, I played him two nights ago and I didn't play. I know. I know. He homered again. He does it again. I know. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I know. Seriously. And he's 2K. He's 2K again. Yep. So, yeah. But I just, there's so many strikeouts with Adele and Stassi and Velasquez and stuff at the bottom of that lineup. I'm Cole's yeah. going to be in every lineup that I have. He's my. He's just a lock and load for me today, flat out. So I will not have any Angels exposure at all. Um, all right. Last game, Philadelphia Phillies, Arizona Diamondbacks in your neck of the woods there. Yeah. Uh, is the dome going to be open or closed? What's the scoop there? It's going to be closed. It's Too hot. hot. <laughs> it is hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's still hot. Yeah. Um, and so it's nine and a half total. So a lot of runs here just because of these two pitchers, though. It's uh, 5.04 implied for the Phillies, real popular stack tonight, and then a 4.46 for the Diamondbacks. Bailey Falter, the lefty, 7.1K against Tommy Henry, the lefty at 7.5K. Two guys, a little shaky, a lot of exposure hitting here? Not at all. No. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm totally staying away from this game. I know it's wow. like the highest total on the slate. But yep. I actually, I actually think these pitchers are going to do okay. Okay. Um, I think, I think both of them have actually been, um, you know, solid but not spectacular. But part of it is they're, you know, they're only pitching five or so innings, um, and they're not big strikeout pitchers. But I think they, um, you know, Philly's offense has not been great recently. You know, Arizona's actually is has not been bad. But uh, right. I, just, I think the, I think the pitching's going to do okay, and I think this this game's going to be over owned uh, because of the total, and we can see it already with the Philadelphia stack. So I mean, yeah. you know, I I I could do a one off or two on the Arizona side, um, but uh, but most likely my uh, my focus is just going to be on the other games, and I'm uh, I'm going to kind of fade this one. Interesting. I I like this game personally. I just I don't respect either one of these lefties, and I I don't respect either team's bullpen. And Arizona's played good ball the last couple of weeks. They're scoring some runs. Philly just has too explosive of a lineup. I think now that they, they have Harper back. Now, granted, they're 
expensive, so you can't, I won't be able to stack them, but I'll have some one-offs with Bohm at 4.7. And then I've got both my picks from this game. Reese Hoskins is my home run pick. I think he goes deep today. And I like uh, JT Realmuto as my BVP play today. So I, okay. I do believe the Phillies uh, get to Arizona here. I'm going to be trying to get one of those two guys in my lineups with my good pitchers, try to have at least two Phillies, and wouldn't mind to come back with one of the cheaper guys on the other side for the Diamondbacks, like a Christian Walker at a fair 4-4. I do like the youngster Stone Garrett at 2.1K if he sneaks in the lineup. Mm -hmm. He did not play the other day, but another guy to keep an eye out for, and I'm you, I'm sure you've heard of him there being in Arizona, is the youngster Corbin Carroll. He's probably yeah. only going to bat like eighth or somewhere in there, but boy, what a minor league season. He's he's going to be a superstar in this league. Yeah, he's now, he's a lefty. Uh, Falter's a lefty, so he might not start, but if he does, he can get the reverse splits going too and hit lefties, so keep an eye out for him. Uh, as a, a super low owned guy in this lineup as well, and he's uh, he's been hitting. I mean, hitting, hitting great. And I think he's only played two two games, right? Yeah, he's barely come up. <laughs> yeah. and but he's the real deal. I think he's going to be a good one. Yeah. All right. I know we're All going right. a little long here. I know. <laughs> we got a great uh, group though in the uh, in in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, Boya Cali agrees with you on Falter. He's taken over twenty one and a half fantasy score. Okay. We know. Boy from Cali's the king of prize picks yes. and hopefully the king of boom fantasy soon. So fantastic. All right. couple of things. Let's review some of our uh, main slate stuff. For me, I like going up to DeGrom and Cole. My value-ish SP2-ish guy is Waka. Uh, I think right if you're going to go, go down from both guys is a good play today. Uh, I fade everybody else. Nobody else is in play for me. I'm staying away from this Lance Lynn thing because I don't know what's going on. We're going to look into that further. Uh, BVP and HR, I, I do like Hoskins and Real Muto today. Also watch out for Bichette. He's two for two mm -hmm. against that guy. He's a guy that could hit this, this one. For me, the stacks today, Deb, I like Philly and Toronto, even though I can't get real heavy on Philly. I'll be paying up for pitchers, finding some value, and then one-offing some of my top hitters. Okay. For me, it's, um, you know, the pay up, I'm probably leaning a little bit towards Cole, believe it or not, and the Cole versus DeGrom, but okay. I might actually, uh, I might actually, you know, have a couple, have two different lineups and one with each of them. Cause I just, I just don't know. It's like a toss up to me right now. Right. Um, and I don't want to miss out. Um, my value pitcher I mentioned is Joe Ryan. Um, and my fade is Patrick Sandoval. My BVP again, if he plays is Yasmani Grandal. Um, little sneaky one in there and my yeah. home run call, you know, um, I've got two Stanton and I'm going back for, um, more Salvador Perez. I played him bo both of the last two nights and he's done amazing for me. So I'm thinking he goes for a third night in a row. He's, he um, has my, been he's been unbelievable, unbelievable. He and he's got any, he, and he, he's done well against, uh, against Lynn. Yeah. Um, At this stage of his uh, career too, that's just amazing. I know, right. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, my uh, my stacks are going to be um, Atlanta and Toronto, and uh, I'm going to be peppering in some uh, some Oakland. Okay, the A's. Yeah, that's a real sneaky one for sure. 
Um, all right, how about uh, we jump to our prize picks, plays of the day. We'll give you two each. Do it. Uh, we'll put some extra ones in there for our Discord. Again, if you're watching, real quickly, thumbs up. We really need the thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a little comment. Hit the alert so you know when our prize picks uh, plays uh, post and when our podcast uh, posts so that you get all these picks. And then our Boom Fantasy, which we'll be really highlighting big time uh, starting tomorrow. All right, your top prize picks play, Deb. What do you got? Yeah, so um, got more than two. What else is new, right? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so all right, let me go back to it though. Let's pull off what I've already. Sorry, there. Yeah. That's so right. I've got. Um, so if you're playing the early slate, I've got Drew Rasmussen at over thirty-three and a half fantasy I points. I love that. Yeah, it's a good one. And then I also have um, Waka and Ryan less than half of a a run allowed in the first inning. I think it's going to be a little bit of a pitching duel. Very sneaky. I like it. Um, I like Michael Waka over 23 and a half pitcher fantasy score. I just think that that's too low uh, personally, you know, I like it too. Yeah. I mean, he can get, I haven't projected a 27 and a half. That's a pretty big spread, you know, four, four spread. Yeah. I take that all day long. And then I'm going with, uh, Tommy Henry, under yep. 18 and a half fantasy score. I don't think he goes oh. deep enough. Sorry. Oh. I just don't think he goes deep enough. Yeah, I was, I I was going over. I think they're going to hit him. Oh, are you? I was going over on him. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> We've never had one where we completely... Uh, no, the opposite, huh? <laughs> Tommy Henry in and out here, up and over and under. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we'll see. So yeah, I don't know yeah. who, who you want to listen to on that one, but I like runs in that game. <laughs> uh, King of Smack is all over Cap Caprillion today. I, I hope you're right, man. Yeah. That would be a sneaky play. Uh, anybody awesome. else have anything? Let's see. Who's playing? Uh, MB's playing right. He likes sheets. Uh, King of Smack's going to fade right. So we got all kinds of different looks here. Fade sure Grom, Freddy Krueger homers. Uh, Bellinger homers. Wow. That's some bold calls. Here. Yeah, seriously. No doubt. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Boom fantasy. What are your two bets today? Where do you, yeah, so I've money? got, I'm got this is big. I've got the, I mentioned to you the Boston, Minnesota under, under eight. Right. So I think, uh, more of a pitching duel and that's at a, a minus one Oh eight. And then I'm going with Tampa, even money at, Minus one and a half. Okay. So, yep. So I think that they, uh, you know, they win by more than two, basically. Two or more. Exactly. I'm doing the same even, thing. Even run money's line. pretty good. I'm playing the run line for Toronto line, yeah. minus one yeah. and a half. Again, it's hard to play home run lines because it you get screwed up yeah. with that ninth inning at bat. But I just think they smash okay. the Cubs here, you know, mid, against uh, Will Farrell and the blow dart in the neck. So I'll take him all day long. And then um, I just think, I, you know what? It sounds stupidly obvious, but I I like Jacob Degrom today. I like mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd take him and the under together, and just be on your way. I mean, I know you you know you got to lay the number. Uh, you know, it's it's minus one sixty three, but that's reasonable. That's okay. You know, yeah, I, and that's okay. It's because it's against the Dodgers. Usually, it's over two to one. You know, when Degrom's pitching, but 
Uh, I'm just, you know, I think he's that much better than, than all the other pitchers right now. I think he gets it done. So that is it, my friends. Uh, awesome. awesome. What else do we have? Any other final questions? I think we're good. We just barely went over our hour, so that's not yeah. too shabby. <laughs> there are 15 games, nine, with us. nine on the main slate. So, you know, we had a lot to cover. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Deb. I know your leg's still healing, so keep getting better there. And, and next week, we're excited to see the new house there. That'll be cool. Awesome. awesome. And uh, we'll be posting everything uh, – in uh, Discord here coming up, uh, D Derek Wilson's in there. What's up, man? Great to hear. Uh, thank you for uh, jumping in again, and I hope your A's do turn it around at some point. Uh, you know, if they just get new man, new ownership would change it. New stadium, maybe they'll get it going. So it's a beautiful area there. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening in. Awesome. We had a nice, solid group today. Um, enjoyed uh, chatting with you, Deb. Crash is back uh, on the scene on Friday. To, uh, he'll be he's heading back to uh, Arkansas today after this Milwaukee game. I haven't checked on it to see how that one's going, but uh, and then I'll be solo tomorrow uh, for the Thursday slate, and then uh, we'll roll right into the weekend. So, uh, thank you, Deb. Appreciate you. Hey, thank you, and thanks for everyone uh, joining the chat. It was a real lively chat today. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. Thank you, everybody. And to our presenting sponsor, Boom Fantasy. Uh, for Deb Lutz, uh, I am Coach. We'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB DFS.